the early part of this week saw us in Toronto, Canada, and tonight we are in Teaneck, New Jersey. So my apologies in travel, not giving this Devar Torah earlier, but it's a pleasure to be a voice that represents a dramatic confrontation that's extraordinary between Yosef and Yehuda, the two brothers. Only at the time of this confrontation, Yehuda thought the man that he was talking to was a tyrant, cruel, out to, for all immoral purposes, take his younger brother, Benjamin. And Yosef thought the man that he was talking to was potentially the same brother that he left when Yosef was sold into slavery. Because that's the real goal of Yosef. Everything he does to his brothers is to get them to come to the point of this confrontation where Yehuda would say, finally, you can't take Binyamin. By Yigashel of Yehuda, the rabbis say, he drew near, preparing potentially to do battle. He drew near for conflict. He drew near to sacrifice. And he knew, Kichomocha Kifaro, if we kill you, if we kill Pharaoh, there's no way that we're going to take on the entire Egyptian army. It's one thing to take on a small town of Shechem, not the most powerful army in the world, the Egyptians. But we cannot live without each other, and therefore we're willing to die for each other. This is exactly when Yosef said, Any Yosef, I'm Yosef, I'm your brother. Is our father still alive? Did you ever think about the impact that your behavior would have on years and years and years of misery for our father? That was the lesson in those few words. But also included in the lesson is an underlying theme that says that Yosef and Yehuda have another level of conflict. Yosef is represented in the future by Mashiach ben Yosef, a messianic, messianic form that will precede the final Mashiach, who's a Mashiach ben David from the tribe of Yehuda. And the conflict between the two is that Yosef is and comes from place of perfection. Yosef's brother is one of the four totally perfect people in the world who died only because of the bite of the snake that there was in Gan Eden a decree that all people had to die. Yosef comes from a place where he tremendous battles. He fought his Yetzirah, he fought the evil inclination and he always remained God-fast, steadfast to belief. He never let go. There was never a flaw in all that Yosef had done. That's the Yosef that says, the kingdom should come through me. And in fact, Shaol Amel, the first king, who's the son of Binyamin, who's a descendant of Binyamin, tries to hold on to the kingdom, not to let a David from the tribe of Judah come forward. Yehuda comes from a place of imperfection, a place where 
He had slipped and slid, but eventually it gets up. And that's really an interesting counterdistinction between our view of the Mashiach, this conflict between perfection and imperfection, where the greatness is not held by those who are perfect. But real greatness comes to those who have failed, picked themselves up, and perhaps even failed again, but it continued to pick themselves up to continually improve and be better than they were the day before. That's greatness. And that's the conflict that's represented here. Yosef knew that his brothers and their father and he, as the people, were headed into exile, into the Shibu that was promised to Avram Avinu. The Shibu that was promised that would be dark and deadly and potentially overwhelming. Yosef knew that unless the brothers were ready to die for each other, they could not survive the exile. And that's perhaps the greatest message in this conflict. We may be imperfect, but Vayigash, we have to draw near. We have to embrace each other. We have to be able to overcome conflict and replace enmity with love. That's the last ingredient that we need to bring Mashiach. And we desperately need it now. Shabbos.